Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin, and we are thrilled to have you back for another week. And we're not just saying that because the court ordered us to. We are very much, th- we are saying it because the court ordered us to, but we're not just saying it because of that. Yeah, the kangaroo court. We are court, actually thrilled. The court of kangaroos says, hey, you have to let people know exactly how you feel about them and that you're excited. So you have to let booyah. people know how you feel about kangaroos. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about kangaroos? I think they're fucking misunderstood. People, it's like one of those creatures that's like, oh, it's uh, look how cuddly this thing is. And uh, you don't realize that they, uh, you know, they lean back on their tails that are made of like cartilage to get, you know, a nice spring. And then they fucking disembowel you with their feet. Right. Kind of like raptors in that way. They're jacked raptors. Yeah. Jack raptors. Jackters. Japters. Jackters. Like a a weird tractor. (laughs) Jackters. Hey man, did you get new tires on your jackter? Buff guys that like tractors. They're jackters. <laughs> what a weird subsection. But the, you know what? There's a Facebook group for it. So yeah, you're if there's welcome. a Facebook group for it, then you know it's a you know protected class. So then you know there you go. it's from Australia. That's what HR says. If there's a Facebook group of it, then it's a protected class. Don't fuck Can with you imagine me. how gross the face the HR department is at Facebook? Yeah. Speaking of Facebook, did you hear that uh, they're giving up on Meta? <laughs> no! What? Tell me. I actually didn't hear this. I read an article. It basically was like uh, Meta basically is capitulated and uh, Facebook's basically just going, uh, we're just going to we're gonna focus on AI. <laughs> so, the, so the company, the Facebook, the parent company is Meta, mm-hmm. but you're talking about the Metaverse? The Metaverse, or? yeah. Okay. So they're Facebook up is saying we're not we're just not going to fuck with it anymore. Yeah, they're giving up on it after they basically they went all in on it. And not that, but they convinced other businesses to go all in in the metaverse as well, and you know to buy digital real estate and all that sort of shit, and then just. Yeah. I still don't. I still don't understand how any of that works. Like I'll I'll fully cop to being an old man in this regard. I'm like I. The metaverse, when you're like, buy digital real estate, I'm like, but it's it just exists. What are you buying? Is it an NFT? <laughs> well, I think part of it was, uh, according to this article, like Zuckerberg was just selling this thing that people couldn't find an application for. He was just kind of speaking in vague terms and was like, <laughs> you know, it's the wave of the future, man. It's going to be able to do all this stuff. And he never really gave clear cut, you know, path or, or a vision of really what he was trying to do and uh, ultimately people are like yeah we're good we'll let's it's, chalk we'll, we'll file this under google glass you know <laughs> the box of lost toys yes exactly the, it's it's amazing how many people in history have made a bajillion dollars off of that exact thing like did you ever watch the um i think it was on hulu it was the we work no with, uh, uh, Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. I'm familiar the, with it. Probably, but, yeah. uh, it's essentially what that guy did. Like he was just like, I'm just going to keep promising that we're we're going to see growth, and and he said it with confidence, and you know, 
you 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 do that long enough and with enough certainty and a fool in their money are soon parted. You'll 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 get people paying you. Yep. It's amazing how many people have actually gone on and made billions of dollars like that. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty impressive because at some point, you know, you have to realize like this isn't going to last forever. Yeah. At some point this is going it's to fall apart. Yeah. Know, it's it's it, you cannot sustain it. It's just not going to happen. But, but you're that's like, why well, like, I'm all in, so we'll just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's where you that line of thinking attracts. I don't know if it's sociopaths or if it's narcissists or if it's there's a certain type of person though that I think they believe their own hype and that they like I'm the one that is going to going to it, it will work out for me. Like everyone else looks at it and goes, this is going to end in a fiery train wreck. But that person goes, no, nah, I'm going to be the one that beats the system this time. Well, I think some people are also, they think along the lines of, I will, they have, I have partners and I have everyone who's profiting. And the people that are profiting are like, we'll just keep this going as long as we can. And then, you know, we'll, like Bernie Madoff, you know, the, the biggest Ponzi scheme guy of all time. Like there were three or four other guys when, you know, the well was kind of running dry on the Ponzi screen would give them an infusion of cash to keep it going. And they all knew, yeah. they all knew what was going on. They're like, we're going to milk a little bit more. We'll get, uh, you know, cause basically they, they give them a loan and then they'd like to, you know, double their investment. <laughs> yeah. They're like, cool. Once you make this back, you pay us back. And then, you know, let's keep this train going they're like i didn't know what it was being used for it's like yeah you did <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> God, it's a, yeah. yeah it's it's pretty wild and it's yeah. just unfortunate how when enough people are like yeah this is a good thing this is cool this is legit and people are like i guess it must be if there's this many people involved then it's got to be legit right and because you don't want to believe that this many people could be fooled but you know it oh, happens. Yeah. oh it happens many many times over yeah. and we don't learn from our mistakes we don't learn from history Nope. So the next person will do the next thing and people will give money and lose money. And, and part of it, too, is like people want to believe that they want to be a part of the next big thing. Right. Because people are just absolutely stroking their dinguses to the idea of like, man, if I had Bitcoin, you know, when it first came out and it was worth a fraction of a penny and I had it now, man. I'd be so rich. And it's just right. like if I went back in time and invested in Apple stock, I would be so rich. It's people don't want to be left out, but then you see what happened with the NFTs or people just basically got absolutely butt blasted by those things. I mean, again, it depends on the timing. If you're able to get in and grab one of those things and then sell it and then make some money, but it's just, you know, it's a quick buck here and there. If you can pull it off, I guess good for you, but right. I mean, yeah, like it's a, the risk reward, uh, you got to do the, you got to do the math and it's very, very real with stuff like that because it could pay out big if you time it just right. Mm-hmm. But by and large, the majority of the people don't time it right because yeah. you get sucked up. It's the gambling thing, right? Well, it's the like, trick. That's the whole trick of the thing. Like uh, I was talking to someone who said that they had gotten some cryptocurrency early on and they sold it for like a $3,000 gain. And he was kind of like, man, I'm kicking myself because... You know, I could have made so much more. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't know that. Hindsight. Right. I was like, you, to make 3000 on on it, I go, that's a huge gain. That If you look Don't at percentages, win. that's a huge win. I go, that's the key. Like when you're doing stocks and stuff like that and options, the idea is like set a target and then take your money and then leave. And don't sit there right. and watch it after the fact. Because yeah, get out like. Yeah. Transact. Because if, if you hold it, yeah. yeah, you could get those big bucks. But. You could also get royally fucked 
if you're mm-hmm. you know it's because the greed is the worst thing it just saps people because they're like well if i hold this on what if instead of getting 20 percent return what if i get 40 percent? what if right. i hold on to it and it goes to 55 percent? it's like yeah okay but what also if, what if 20 percent what if? is also good right <laughs> so 20 percent more than you had take your 20 move yeah. on to the next thing you know so it's I, it's yeah I, uh, when I, anytime I sit, I don't often go to the casino or, or, or gamble, but every once in a while, like maybe once every few years, Beth and I will find our way, you know, in, into some uh, gambling establishment. And if I sit down at the blackjack table, I always find myself, if I'm up, like, you know, just, and I play the lowest, like $5, like I find the lowest table, not a high roller, this guy. But if I'm up even just a, a, a little bit, I always have that thing of like, you could just call it quits because you're up. Let's say I came in with a hundred dollars and I I get I'm fifty dollars up and I'm like it's not a lot, but you're fifty dollars richer than when you came in. So you could just grab this and go. I had a wonderful time winning some money tonight, but then I'm also like, yeah, but this next hand could be a blackjack and I could double the like. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. And it 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 is a very very easy easy trap to fall into. It's always the what if. The what if that, will get yeah. you. And uh, it's it's a brutal. <laughs> it yeah. takes a lot of discipline to overcome that sort of stuff. Absolutely, to, to stick yeah. with the plan. And you honestly, you got to get uh, you got to get taken a few times to realize when's the right time to be like, all right, I've hit my goal. I'm done. I'm out. Right. And I'm moving. You got to feel that sting. I feel the sting, baby. Sting yeah. of the wasp. Have you, have you ever gambled? Like, have you, I know you you mm. never you drank accidentally once. I know that. Uh, no, like when I was in fifth grade. I was, I was hanging out with some boys and they're like dared me to take a drink of their dad's uh, vodka, which I did. I took a drink of it. And then, I was talking about the time with you thought you cracked a soda. Oh, yeah, there was that a big yeah. old gulp of Miller Lite. That's still a joke amongst Jill's family where I'm like, look. And then I think I, I had a oh, what do you call it? Um, the, the post the post meal shot, whatever it's called. The digestif, I had that when oh. I was over in uh, Rome. Oh, they like gave it to okay. us. So I was like, I felt I was like it would be rude if I didn't drink this. Right. So I did. I'm always surprised at how much those help. I find that they help. I don't know. I just did it. It was like I don't know what I just did. <laughs> I was too polite to refuse it. I was like, I guess I have to do this. <laughs> Absinthe. Have fun. I was like, I t- oh God, <laughs> I'm seeing things. Um, but yeah, in general, like I yeah, if anything, it's been uh, by accident. Uh, what was the original question? <laughs> Got sidetracked. <laughs> I was prefacing the gambling question with, "I right. know you don't drink, like you're you don't have a lot of vices in the in that yeah. realm." So, do, have have you ever gambled, even by accident? I did. I we went to, where was it? I don't know if it was Vegas. It was either in the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas, or it was in okay. Vegas. There was a twenty dollars okay. slot machine. I put in twenty bucks. No, yeah, it was five dollars. I put in five bucks. I got twenty bucks out, and I'm like later and i walked nice. away on your first pull yeah, just pulled wow. it i just quadrupled my 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 uh, intake and then i was like later and i just walked away <laughs> one pull right i'm getting some pop the rest of it is just like i i don't like what i gotta get fucking chips and then like yeah. i got i was like it's just no i don't i don't want to do that i'll watch i'll watch people do roulette i'll watch people yeah. do blackjack i'll watch people do you know craps do you- do you find the World Series of Poker interesting? Like, will you sit and watch that at all? I used to. Um, if it's yeah. on, like at the gym, I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'll watch that. But I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not. If anything, it's become more of a, 
spectacle now. I yeah. think when I was really into it was when like what's his last name Moneymaker was in it. Oh, I think it was um, like 2004. So, yeah, yeah, and uh, that was kind of like right when it was like breaking through to the mainstream, and it yeah. was really cool. Now. I, I watched over the years. It's like now people like they throw on their headphones and their sunglasses, and it's, a whole, it's just yeah. it's it's a whole There's thing now. Of themselves, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that it's not that enjoyable for me to watch. Um, but I mean, like, I don't go to casinos that often. But if I do, I'm just curious. I'll just watch. I'm happy to watch. Also, the people who know like how to play the game, like I'm always just like bamboozled by. Uh, craps and uh, roulette like i know it's a, a craps more so roulette yeah. i understand the the it's it, not super complicated but craps i'll stand at that table and i'll watch them and i i i'm like i don't know the people who are just confidently throwing things down and they're making their bets and they're like i'm like I, who, who understands this game? kudos to all of you because this game is absurdly unnecessarily complicated yeah it's the Great way night. i understand it is there's someone that shoots the dice and that person is trying to do certain things. And then you're either yes. betting for or against the person rolling the dice. Like you're either trying to right. say, I bet they're going to roll this or I bet they're mm-hmm. going to roll that. And it is. You can get, I think you can get like broad bets and then down to very specific like this, this, if it's similar to roulette where you can be like red or black, but then you can be like odd number, even a specific number. It's going to be yeah. blah, 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 blah. There's many ways to break it down. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's I'm a blackjack. I don't even sit at the poker tables. I like poker. Yeah. I'll play it like with like I'll play with friends hanging out. Yeah. yeah, no problem with that whatsoever. Had a, a lot of great times in college just fucking around with it. But if I go to the casinos, I'll sit down at the blackjack table, the cheapest one I can find. And as soon as I my limit is hit, then I am walking away. I had a friendship end over a game of poker. Really? That was fun. It was in college. Why? And as our senior year and we were playing it wasn't much i think it was like 20 bucks i think was like with the first place when we it was like four people and we set a rule that if it once once it went to heads up it was something the way that the math worked out that you could just say i'm just going to take the 10 bucks or whatever like you you're going to just going to take you're going to split it you know what i mean you're gonna split well, you it and be like, buy-in and- yeah, we'll just like, well, yeah, take your buy-in and be done or whatever. Yeah. And the way that it worked out, I, I, I wish I remembered how this worked out was there was very little incentive to go heads up, okay, because it was very little incentive for the person that was like ahead to to go ahead and do it because you would the odds of you would lose way more than if you just took like just like oh let's not do it let's just take the split yeah. and. I, I went out, another guy went out, and then Jill and this other guy were going heads up. And as they're going to do that, I just I just mentioned, I go, oh, this seems kind of flawed. This is my intention. I was like, I think this is flawed because why would you ever go heads up? Because it makes more sense to not do that. And he goes, well, we already agreed to that. I go, oh, I know. I understand. I'm just saying, moving forward, I think this is flawed logic. Like, you know, this isn't, yeah. there's no reason to go heads up. And he just like kept going back to like, well, we agreed on this. I'm like, I understand. Right. What I'm, I'm saying, not, I'm not stopping it right now. Yeah, I'm just saying is, well, we already agreed to that. I'm like, I understand. What I'm saying is, can you see that there's a flaw in this lot? Like, and it just went yeah. round and round, and we got into a shouting match. <laughs> and then, Seriously? yeah, and then he started like taking low blows. Like, it started getting off topic, and yeah, it uh, that basically ended oh. our friendship. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer, man. Yeah. Was this back in college or where yeah, was it? Was my senior year of college, 
And that oh. point moving on, uh, yeah, we basically, our friendship had died in that moment. It just died a slow death afterwards. So Jesus, when's the, was, when, when is the last time you talked to this individual? Uh, when, when I moved out. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> After the end of that well, year, we barely, yes. we gave, we both gave each other a very like required yet polite goodbye. We're like, all right, man, well, see you later. And that was that. Like, yeah, <laughs> we never, we still haven't well, spoken I don't to this spoil day. Any surprises, but guess who my surprise? Guess oh, is? shit. Is it Jake oh, Abbott? Yeah. Jake sure. Abbott. <laughs> That's the name for sure. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it was it was unfortunate that that's, that's how bummer, that man. was the beginning yeah. of the end. And there were some other stuff in there that uh, apparently he had issues with <laughs> that, that started like very, leaking uh, out as as this this argument unfolded where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't call this like. A win, so to speak, but everyone else in the house was on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I would call it a win. I don't what? call that a win because that's not how I want to view it. But like in the in the moment, being young and immature, it was it felt good to know that other people were like, "Yeah, man, like this this is weird." Because also he did other weird shit and yeah. got on other people's nerves, and other people were like, "Yeah, man, I'm not here he for that." Peanut butter and socks. It was, yeah, it was it was no strange. I remember <laughs> one night. It was kind of late, and this guy and his girlfriend. And another guy and his girlfriend were in a room downstairs and I could just overhear people talking and it sounded like things were progressing to the point where there was going to be a foursome and it was getting very strange. Okay. I heard things like, cool, now you take off your shirt. And I was just sitting at the top of the stairs with my cat, Taco. And she was just sitting on my lap and I'm just petting her. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And it's just like, it's like, cool, now you two kiss. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And one of my other roommates came home and he was not in a good mood. He came right upstairs. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, I think they're about to have a foursome down there. And there was like a lot of giggling and a lot of like, it got really loud. Like it sounded like things were about to kick off. He went down and was like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Opened the door. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's late. I'm trying to do this, that, or the other thing. And just like slammed the door and went upstairs. And I was just like, and boy, talk about a boner killer because... Whatever was about to happen got shut down in that moment. Like, mood killer. Did and you not find it odd at all that you were just, like, peeping Tom, but with your ears? I was like, there's no way. Because at first, because first of all, it was obnoxiously loud. Like, there was no way to not. Why was it loud? What, what were they, they doing? They were just talking very loud. Like, it was, okay. it was just the way. This was a shitty house. And so, like, mm. I just, there was no way to not hear yeah. what was going on. So, like, okay. I would come out of my room like... Nah, I didn't hear that. So I would right. I would be standing there, and then I would heard heard something. I'm like, all right, that's curious. And I heard something else, and so I just found myself standing there to the point yeah. where I'm like, I need to sit down. My legs are getting tired, you know. Right. And then oh yeah, and I was just like, what the? There's like I'm like, there's no way. And I kept telling myself, practical. Doug's like, this ain't what you think it is. No. Like we need to confirm whether or not this is what you think it is. And something else more curious would happen. I'm like. With my cat, I'm like, no way. There's no way this is gonna right. happen. And it's like now you take off your shirt and I'm like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> huh? there's no way, is it? And also this guy would have like towards the end of our like staying together, would have just his girlfriend was obnoxiously loud during sex. Like oh, yeah. performative loud to the point where we were like, shut up. Like it was just yeah. so obnoxious. And 
I know that guy loved it. And I was like, good for you. But like, yeah. you know, we're all living here, man. <laughs> right. Right. We're all living here. Okay. This is Did uncomfortable. He's like, <clears throat> do you hear that? <laughs> Sorry if it was too loud. I'm just, you know, he may as well have been like spots. that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was too busy getting balls deep. You know what I'm talking about? You guys know yeah, what I'm take talking it. about, right? Yeah. Take you your know? shirt off, Doug. What? Yeah. No, I don't. Jacob, no. He's just like, yes. You know? That's what she sounded like when she was, yeah. Yeah. It was just, yes. Yes. That's stupid. <laughs> and then it was like, okay. When she was done. <laughs> <laughs> Powering down. Powering down. And he was like, oh, I'm going to come. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> He's a lot of, yep. Hey, man, we went for broke on that one. Uh, I uh, I think I told you about when Beth and I lived, we're still in Chicago, and we had the next door neighbor that we called Mona. Oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't know her actual name, but that was a good enough uh, pseudonym for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, talk about performative. You know what? I don't know though. They maybe she just had a really attentive partner. You know what? I listen. I don't en- want to say. En- enjoy I don't your, say your sex life, life, everybody. Enjoy I'm yourself. Saying. Enjoy each other. All I have to say is just be cognizant of those around you. You know, right? Because if you're in an apartment complex and you share a bedroom wall, if you're sharing a house, you have a lot of shared yeah. common spaces. Just be thoughtful. Be thoughtful you of those know? around you. I don't care. Do what you got to do, man. Have fun. Enjoy yeah. your life. Just have good sex. That's all good. But just be cognizant, you know, be thoughtful. And, you know, it, sometimes it sucks. I mean, I know most of my life from the second you can drive until God knows when you're usually sharing some sort of space with somebody. You don't have yeah. a spot to call your own. That was the weirdest <clears throat> thing when Jill and I finally, and I'm sure you know this, just moving in, like you move in, you're like, oh, this is our house now. Like, yes, this is our absolutely. house. Like we have our own fucking space after spending yeah. years in dorms and apartments uh, it just all sorts of shared areas. You're like, no, this is this is ours. This is well, it's ours. funny because we had uh, not too long ago. Like I'll have every once in a while, I have that thought of I'm like, man, there's a whole floor in between where Beth and I are right now. Like I'm up in what I call my my office. I call the treehouse, and then she's down in the basement with you know the dogs watching TV or whatever. Like there's an entire floor of a residence that is unoccupied between us. But we can. It's our like that. That's just the mind fuck. And the other day, she, she was seemed a little upset or sad. And I said, "Is everything okay?" She goes, "I don't. I just feel. I don't know. There like there's a like there's like and I can't remember how she phrased it, but it was like there. I feel like there's like distance between like or like I don't feel as close right now. And we after talking it through, li- li- literally came to the realization that it's just because we're not in the same room twenty four hours a day." Seven days a week, 365 days a year. Like, yeah, we lived for you know 12, 15 years in what is essentially a 780 square foot apartment. Like, yeah, it's a room, we were in a room all the time together. It's and so, yeah, we're like, oh, actually, it's okay. So, it's not a bad thing to to feel that there's some space. It's actually a right. good thing. It was, it's, it's a, it's a mind fuck. It really is. Yeah, it really is. It's a change. And as, yeah. as you said, hey, babe. I hear what you're saying. I love you and I miss you. And as she walked up the stairs, just. And she's like, you know what? Just stay up there. I'm glad we have the space. And I just go forever in your heart. <laughs> and she's like, all right, stay up there. Don't come down. I had that today. Jedi went on a walk. 
And uh, when we came back, we were looking for Loki. We're like, where's Loki? Is she downstairs? No, she, oh, she's got to be upstairs. So we go upstairs. As we're going upstairs, I fart. And uh, we go all the way Wait, up there. Is she behind you? No, she's in front of me. Okay. We go upstairs, right. I fart. And then like we go up there. We look at all the, all the rooms. She's not there. Like, oh, shit, she must be downstairs. And she's like, oh, now we got to walk through your fart. <laughs> and it was a bad one. I was it's like, oh, God, it, yeah. it is bad. We had to go around, go right back through it. And we found the dog downstairs. Like, we didn't have to go through any of that, but we did. <laughs> but you know what? And you're closer for it. Walking through the fart cloud. She's like, God, what have you been eating? I'm like, just the normal stuff. <laughs> Walking through the fart cloud sounds like that should be the name of your first uh, your first album. Right. My first yeah. something. Walking through the fart cloud, baby. You exactly. Know? Yeah. It's a concept album. <laughs> it's a concept album. It's good. And, Is it good? Yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my, goodness. oh my goodness well let's get to our first uh first yeah, thing I, of the night here i think this is really important because for all you sports fans out there all you sports douche hey, canoes, sports fans sports sports are cool uh there's this article from uh I don't believe that when you say it what's that i don't believe that when you say it what that didn't sound genuine sports fans no, sports are cool. No, oh, sports, like sports, sports, sports are adequate. They're real. They're real, Justin. It sounds are real. Okay. That so uh, there's this article on Deseret News. It says three strikes and you're out. How one little league organization is tackling umpire abuse. So kind of like the too long didn't read of this is spectators who argue with the umpire will have to try their hand at umpiring before returning to the stands. I am 100% here for this. Yes. Because I I don't have children. I don't have children specifically that are in sport. I never played a ton of sports myself when I was a, when I was a kid. But I hate the parents yeah. who are just obnoxious. I have nieces and nephews. I've been to sport. Like, I never experienced it myself, but I have seen this in action, and it is infuriating when these parents are losing their minds over a fucking little league or bitty ball or whatever the fuck it is. You're like, these are children. They're fucking children. Relax. And this organization is my hero right now. Yeah. So um, if spectators are guilty of arguing with the umpire, they will need to serve as umpire for three games. So they have to be an umpire for three games before they're allowed back to spectate. So I think that's fantastic because uh, as, as I said many episodes ago when we were talking about customer service and how I said everyone should do a it's kind of like how there's mandatory military yes. service there needs to be mandatory mm-hmm. customer service. Absolutely. And, and something similar with this, like being an umpire is always going to be challenging because you're always going to piss someone off with some call. And, you know, and, and to kind of like, you know, bring up like what Justin's talking about is these are these are youth sports man this ain't yeah. the World Series no. this ain't the NFL this ain't the NBA this ain't any of that shit like th- these are kids who are learning how to play this game now obviously yeah. the older they get the more talented they get the more experienced they get the expectation is you know there's 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 more at quote unquote stake but right. still maybe these, scholarships maybe maybe some actual money's on the line but I would maybe. say that that gets to like high school level you know what i mean like high school level yeah, stuff oh, you know but yeah it, it's no you know, when you're if, if you're under a certain age there's 
It's fucking uncalled for. It's absolutely yeah. uncalled for. Uh, I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, they gave a, a example here. They said, during a 2019 youth baseball game in Lakewood, Colorado, parents disagree with a call from a 13-year-old umpire and storm the field. Parents and spectators started punching each other while the seven-year-old players looked on. So this is a seven-year, seven-year-olds that are, this is basically Natalie's age. Right, right? exactly. Think about that. And let me tell you, being around a bunch of seven-year-olds, they don't know dick about what they're doing. All right, they have no well, idea what they're doing, and they're picking grass. They're you know looking up at this. Go, oh, it's that. What's going on? They have on? no idea yeah. what's going on. The idea that you could get them to even swing a bat or throw is just a goddamn miracle. Right. So, you know, I think it makes sense to just chill your tits. You know, like I think the statistic in here that that actually shocked me was because uh, this is a this is happening in New Jersey, which good on you, New Jersey. Finally, you're doing something. But the New York Times reported that it's not just a Jersey issue. Nationwide, 50,000 high school referees quit from 2018 to 2021. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. And it all based off of, or, or uh, the majority, if not all, based on verbal abuse. Yeah. Like, how bad is it fucking getting? Like, that's absolutely insane to me. 50,000. Yeah. That's insane. In four years. That's crazy. It's like, what is this? This is like a Deptford Township Little League, the Utah Youth Soccer Association experienced the same shortage and uptick in verbal abuse. One of the association's referees, a 16-year-old young woman, had to be escorted off the field by police officers because people were coming after us. It's just like... So again, think about that. Like, you're threatening a 16-year-old kid. At that yeah. point, they're still a kid. You're threatening a child. Not a yeah. child. Sorry, a young adult. But it's still, they're a kid. They're a minor. You're threatening a minor. Yeah. Over a what? A fucking ba- a game? I remember oh, being at uh, Jill's nephew, who's a big soccer guy, when he was young. Maybe, I don't know, eight, nine years old. We went to see one of his games. And I had to watch a parent get thrown out. Because he was just like Jesus. jabbering on the sideline. Just jabbering, jabbering, talking shit to the point where I could tell the referee she got annoyed with it. She got flustered. And she's like, you can go. And the guy was yeah. like, good, fine, good, good, good. And he like packed up his shit. I'm like, you're getting thrown out. I was like, look where we are. We're in the middle of a nowhere in a fucking field. Right. All right. That's how important this game is. That's how, that's how nobody gives a shit. We're in some fucking field. There's no structure. There's someone mowed this area for us, for these kids to play in. And you're going to fucking pick fights. Like, right. what are you doing? Well, and not only that, but like you're talking about just you're, you're putting your child at uh, in, in, a, in an odd way. Right. Because if I'm a parent and you can you could probably speak to this even better. But if I would assume that if I was a parent and some kids dad's acting like an absolute asshole, I'm less inclined to want my kid to hang around. I don't want them going over to that dad's house. No. I don't want them interacting. I don't want them learning from that. I don't want them exposed to that. And so. You're also hurting. Not only are you being an asshole, you're hurting your child. You're hurting them in a, in a, from a social standpoint. Yeah, 100 percent agree. And uh, I mean, in my experience, you know, I also remember I've told the story, you know, before. But I used to when I was in high school uh, wrestling, one of the things we did to kind of give back was we would the wrestler high school wrestlers would volunteer at what we called a kids club event, which was like basically youth wrestling tournament for the day. And I was working as like a scorekeeper at uh, during like several matches, and these were six-year-old boys, 
that were wrestling who uh, didn't know what was going on. I mean, these kids, I mean, they were just smiling and just, you know, just just doing whatever. And the pins pins came fast and furious because these kids don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I just watched these coaches like beating the mat, being like, get out, get out, put him in a file, half Nelson, half Nelson, turn him, turn him, turn him, flip him, flip him, flip him, go, go. I'm like, these are six-year-old kids, man. Like just relax man relax like they 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 just want to they don't give a shit all right this is where you work on the fundamentals you know this is where you're like yes and just you know can kids cry when they lose and they get pinned and you know also wrestling is kind of a violent sport man like you got to manhandle someone else and absolutely you know it's it's, it's about domination it's it's very weird man and i don't know just seeing that even when i was you know 17 18 years old i was pretty disgusted by what i was yeah. seeing from from those adults i'm like these are children man like why you should be looking at this as like yeah we'll have a friendly competition because this is the best way to practice you know but you know just it, it, it blew my mind at the insanity that goes behind this stuff and it's it's upsetting to see parents acting like this in front of their yeah. kids i would be ashamed the only way i would ever act like that is if uh, my kid or other kids were in like physical danger. Yes, if someone absolutely. Was, if someone was doing something, if there was a call that was not made that put someone else in danger, I would probably lose my fucking mind over that. Right. But a bad call, sure, I might be like, ah, you know. I remember actually, it's funny. I just thought of this. I remember my dad, who's usually pretty chill, at a wrestling meet, was like getting into it with another mom in the, in the stands, which was hilarious to me. And my mom was mortified because my dad was just like going in on her. But apparently there was a guy in our on our team who did um, he kind of did like a throw on someone and the kid, you know, like hit the mat pretty hard. And the slave's like, that's illegal. My dad's like, actually, it's not, you know, she's like, you can't do that. You're hurt. He goes, it's legal. And then I look up and my dad's just all I see is just him going. And the lady's just like jabbering back. And my mom is like this, just like face covered just like so embarrassed and i was laughing point, I was red in the face my friends like, look at my dad my dad's going in on this lady you know just because he's because <laughs> i'll be fair my dad knows the rules better than anybody he was a coach yeah. like he knows that stuff he follows that stuff for somebody like that's illegal he's like it's not it's very but legal you, you, you know what you're wonder- talking about he's like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you gotta wonder what made him escalate it though you know what i oh, mean my, like- uh, my dad is honestly he's always been a crotchety old man and he was just yeah. like he doesn't suffer fools, you know. If yeah. someone says something that's not right, he'll call it out, you know. Especially yeah. if it's something that he really loves, like sports, and you know him being a coach, or whatever. Is like, no, you can do that, you know. I just he doesn't stand for it. So <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth goes, I tune in at my dad was going to town on this lady. Yeah, right. he was. Yeah, big time. You know. I mean, well, I was gonna say, think about uh, how important directions are in that statement because you're like, hey guys, look, my dad's going in on that lady. Yeah. If you take in and change it to down, yeah, direction matters, man. It does. It does. Yeah. And Siren is also saying that, uh, you know, some parents are so sad these days to make a huge deal about things like this. It's like, listen here, Karen and Ken, stop being entitled. That's very true. Absolutely mm-hmm. true. Like, the entitlement that comes along with this stuff. And again, for me, mm-hmm. you know, Natalie's not in sports. I mean, she does swim lessons and things like that. And, and, you know, if she's interested in doing something, I'm totally willing to let her try. But, you know, um, 
I, I just, for me, the big thing will be like, learn the fundamentals. That's why we're here. We're here yeah. to learn the fundamentals. We're, we're here to learn how things work. And over time, if you want to keep going, those skills will develop. And then we'll talk about, because there absolutely needs to be a level of learning how to be competitive, learning how to deal with adversity. That's some of the stuff we're working on right now with, with Nat. She struggles, I think, the idea of like being in competition, I think, scares her because she sure. doesn't want to lose. And I'm like, that's fine. I get that. You know, but at the same time, too, you know, she's been playing Super Mario Odyssey by herself. She, she started the game over and she's playing it all through by herself. And she'll ask me for help. And I look to her. I go, you can do it. Yeah. I know you can. Like, I've seen you. I know what you're, you're capable of. Just because it's hard doesn't mean that you can't do it. I'm not just going to hand you. Just don't, you don't get to hand me this controller and I just do it for you and then give it back right. to you. I'm like, you got to do it. You got to earn it. When she does, I, I celebrate her. I'm like, you did it. Yeah. See, you said you couldn't do it. Now look at you. You're fucking killing it. Way to go. I was like, you know, give me 20 push-ups, you know, for doubting yourself. <laughs> I think you bring up a good point, too, because it's not really even – it's partially you're learning – these kids are learning the fundamentals of the sport that they're playing, but there's a lot more happening here. Like you said, they're learning about adversity. They're learning about how to how to dig down and, and push a little bit harder when things get tough and get through that. They're learning about teamwork and how to share and how to make – like how to rely on other people, how to let other people rely on you and not let them down. There's a lot of, there's a lot of actual social elements, social structure being learned in these, in these games that they're playing, especially at that age when you're doing little league and stuff and the parents are just making it. And I don't know if maybe it's just, look, you and I have never been huge sports people. You know, that's just not what we're cut from. We're, we're a little bit more towards the movie side you know, you wrestled and you played, you did track and field, but I don't think either of us are like, you know, I want to watch the game this weekend. No, never. Maybe have. people who are wired that way, maybe it's a little bit different, but I just don't, I don't understand uh, losing your mind over, over something like that, especially when it comes down to the, uh, when it's, when it's the children, they're, uh, they're learning, they're fucking learning. I agree. I so uh, I want to put this to the audience. If you played sports or if you have kids, you know, uh, hit us up in the comments. Um, let us know, like, did you have you experienced any of this sort of stuff? What do you think about it when you see parents act like this? Are you one of these parents? Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> We're not your therapist, but do you want to talk right. about it? Why do you get so worked up? Let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us the best story that you have of someone in the stands, because yeah. I know there are some crazy ones out there. I, this was like, an, I think it was an old vine from years ago, but there was like a hockey game, like a kid's youth hockey game. And this guy was getting so mad. He was banging on the glass and it broke. And it's just like, there's this weird silence. And someone goes, oh, and so it goes, way to go, Gary. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Now we got to stop the game. You fucking dick. Like just, <laughs> yeah so fun stuff speaking of yeah. fun stuff <laughs> super fun stuff uh there's uh yeah i i have this one all set up and ready to go um, um it's so a we, visual one folks it is a visual one so uh this this well read you the story and then we'll give you our thoughts on it okay so <laughs> The headline for this one, this one goes out to Seth. Uh, State Senator makes shirtless vote during Zoom meeting. Um, so the way this goes is that a Missouri, um, I'm sorry, should be Missouri. Minnesota State Senator became a reluctant star after he voted shirtless while lying in bed during what could have been or should have been a routine legislative commission meeting. So uh, 
In a video streamed on YouTube, Republican uh, Senator Calvin Barr um, of East Bethel can briefly be seen voting with a schoolhouse rock. I'm just a bill character on the wall behind him doing a Zoom call on Monday. So if you're curious, man, if you're like, geez, Doug, I really wonder what this looks like. Well, here you go. Uh, aren't this, you aren't you in luck? This is what it looks like. Uh, yeah. Here's this guy just shirtless in bed with his terrible Zoom background of I work for the government, so I'm going to do I'm a bill on Capitol Hill, you know, but not only is he a state senator, Doug, that's not the only job he has. That's true, because according to the spokesperson, what did they say, Justin? They said that Barr, a a truck driver, worked until 4.45 a.m. and then went to bed before Monday's meeting. So, you know, just alarm went off. He went, should I get to log on and vote? Hold on one second. All right, logged in. Camera on. Yay. Camera off. And everyone was treated to this. Yeah. So my takeaway from this is that anybody can be a state senator <laughs> and that's not knocking i want to be clear i'm not knocking truck drivers my father-in-law's a truck driver hmm. you know he's doing nothing he's, wrong with truck drivers doing no. the good work but this is such low effort i wouldn't even say this is bare minimum because it's not bare minimum i mean this guy I, I don't care how late you're up if you are a state senator and you have a job to do which is to vote you look man put on a shirt you don't have to put on pants just put right. on a fucking shirt and if all you're going to do is just vote, be there and be like, yay. I would argue it doesn't even need to be a button-up shirt. Yeah, right. Just a shirt. A shirt. That's it. Yeah. And also, be sitting up, man. Like, we can see your blanket. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, just... I did. I think what at the, at the same time, too, this shows... If I was one of his constituents, I would look at this and be like, man, this shows a blatant disregard for the the office like he's you're you're making laws that's that are going to affect me and you're doing this while propped up on one arm in your bed you know probably half asleep crusties in your eye you know like his hair looks like it's on point though i'll give him that does it though he doesn't have bed head how can you tell so good on him well you're right it also looks like one of those really cheap blankets you find at like a motel <laughs> Like it's, it's only a teeny little corner of it, but for yeah. some reason, that's exactly what that looks like. Yeah, you're, you get you get the you're like, up. oh, this is uh, yeah. this is a guy who's uh, you know, he's thrifty. Is what he is. Yeah, like he's, he's thrifty. thrifty. That's yeah. what way to put it. He was actually calling. He was he logged in from the back of his truck. There you go. The cab yeah. in. That's in the knows? cab. Yeah. You know, I I uh, I agree. I think bare minimum, you you put it like it's 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 disrespectful the the other way that i would i would look at this and i think this applies for everybody you know you can look at uh what was the guy from cnn tuman uh the guy that got fired for jerking off on camera there's the so many, there's been so many of them justin whatever I mean, it is can we single one out i mean come on That's there's true. so many yeah <laughs> it's just a symphony of grossness um i would say you look at it this way would would you go into the state capitol and vote this way in person? Would no. you if you're not if you wouldn't do the thing in person, then you don't do the thing on Zoom. Zoom remote working doesn't just give you a pass to let all social decorum just fucking go out the window. 
we are we loose on things. You know, if a kid runs in, your dog, you got to get up. You got to take care of this, that, and the other thing. These are things that we're all in agreement can we can loosen up a little bit. But put a shirt on, keep it in your pants. You know, simple things. If you wouldn't do it at the office, don't do it on your Zoom. Don't do it, especially when you're fucking voting on a law. Yeah, it's just it's just so disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, and just. Well, everything you said, Justin, makes so much sense. Practical Doug approves this message because it's Thank like, you. would you do this in person? No, then no. don't fucking do it on Zoom. All right, right. Like, it's very easy. I want to go now, back to a very important point: the amount of yeah. guys that have been caught jerking off or looking at porn since we've been doing remote work. I mean, right. people are like, "Well, I'm at home." It's like, yeah, but you're also at work. Would you do this at work? And if so, there's a handful of those guys that are like, "Yeah, I also do it at work," it's like, okay. Right. That's a whole different situation. But for the guys that are like, yeah, well, I'm at home, so I'm just going to do this, you know, while on a Zoom meeting. Right. Uh, just the sheer amount of stuff where, I mean, I've seen so many examples of people that are like, hey, took a screenshot of whatever. or And you see, like, their tabs that are open. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, it's amazing. Dude, what's this uh, teens only tab that you have open, sir? You're an IT guy, too. Like, what's up with that, man? Like, what's going on there? You know? (laughs) Siren goes, imagine you're on a Zoom meeting for a family call and you're topless. I mean, I do that for streams sometimes as Andy America, you know? So, yeah. Well, you answered, was it, uh, there's one time we were having a production meeting. You just, your camera flipped on and it's just, Doug's just there. Full bare chest. He's got his his natural sweater on. I do. I run warm. You know. I actually did that not that long ago. Uh, Was not prepared for that. uh, Seth and Eric uh, were doing a covert meeting in one of my D and D Discord servers. They were like in the chat, and I was just like, I just hopped in there. I go, "What the fuck's going on here?" They're like, "Oh, we're just meeting." And they were on video. I turned the video. Same thing. I was shirtless and everything. They're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right." So I also love that they were doing a covert meeting in the Discord. That yeah. that that tickles me. I, I just happened that. to have that server open, and I just see two people in the chat. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And <laughs> what's, like, "What's happening in my in my I land?" Go, what's going Discord? on in here, huh? They're like, "We're just talking." I'm like, "Well, I'm going to stay here then." And I just sat there shirtless and you keep the door them. open six inches. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> six inches, motherfucker. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so listen, we all make mistakes. Uh, all right. But Sen- Senator Cal, uh, do better, buddy. Try harder. Okay. Yeah. This is the, the, the stuff you can get it. You can get away with, with zoom nowadays. Just right. listen, like I said, you don't have to put pants on. Okay. That's the, that's the luxury. That is the future we have crafted for ourselves. Our sure. ancestors worked in coal mines that came over in ships you know, the, the sacrifices that our ancestors have made so that you don't have to wear pants to a meeting. Fucking acknowledge where you come from, what your yeah. ancestors have done, and show them the respect. Put on a shirt and vote for your goddamn bill. All right? I mean, at least Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. That's all we're asking. Jesus. Minimum. God damn it. Tom Cruise. Do your job. <laughs> Do your job. I, I'll, to put a button on this, I think the thing that makes this worse is that there's a kid's cartoon in the back and his is his backdrop well that bothers me for two reasons one it's super fucking hacky because you're like i work in the government i'm a legislator so you know that really old cartoon 
Yep. That's going to be my fucking background. I was like, ugh. The only thing that would be worse if it was like an American eagle clutching the American flag and like, I don't know, an immigrant or something like that would just make it worse. You know, as if this is like, great, we all really know who you are. But right. you know, instead it's like, this is my background, this screenshot from this commercial that taught me everything I know about government. You know, <laughs> this is all I know, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, here well, we go. I was watching a story and someone read a story about a person who was meant to have their camera on Teams for a university meeting. They were in hospital clothes. Hmm. So they were, were they sick? Did they break something? Uh Uh-oh. I need to know more about this. Yeah, it sounds. Why? Why were they in hospital clothes? What's going on here? Yes. And then they woke up from a dream and they realized (laughs) (laughs) they were, it was all in their head. It was all a dream. You know, it wasn't real. And they're like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, speaking about not wearing clothes. That's right, man. German. Am I y'all, right? Y'all want to hear about some German stuff? Uh, <laughs> here's, here's a good headline. Uh, Germany, man rescued from woods after sex game goes awry. Listen, we've all been there. All right. Right. We've all to Germany, you mean? We've all we've, been there. We've all been to Germany where sex games have gone awry. Okay. That's, what else do you do in Germany, Seth? Right? Yes. <laughs> Seth goes, I haven't approved this. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, here's, here's, the, here's, here's the long and short of it. Um, ah. Ah, a 51-year-old man who was left tied up in the woods uh, when a sex game went awry had a lucky escape after a cyclist and a hunter heard his screams for help. Um. <laughs> This man was discovered fully dressed but firmly bound with ropes and a pantyhose over his head atop a deer hunting platform near the town of Buchberg late Wednesday. Flawless um, pronunciation, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it appears this man was tied up by a woman he met online. After she had done so, the woman received a phone call and fled the woods suddenly, leaving the man behind in a helpless state. And uh, this guy this said that he had a box cutter on him for such situations, in quotes, but seemed to have underestimated the woman's bondage skills because she was un- he was unable to reach the knife. So, yeah. <laughs> Seth goes, this is a tame Florida man story. Hey, man, for Germany, you know, right. you know what's up. I've um, got a box cutter, but I can't reach it because it was so good. Oh, but her, her, her knots were so good. They were so the deliciously was, good. Yeah. Um, she was naughty with her nuts. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, what? Uh, I gotta ask you what yeah. the, the 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 paragraph in here that sticks out to me is after she had done so, the woman receives a phone call and fled the woods suddenly, leaving the man behind in a helpless state. What was the nature of that phone call, Doug? Grubhub. Grubhub delivery. <laughs> her order was. <laughs> We've all done that, right? We've ordered yeah. online instead of setting the time for like, oh, yeah, for two hours, you hit ASAP. Right. And they're like, yeah, we delivered right. this shit. And you're like, fuck. Oh, no, I got to get home. That was like first. 30 bucks right. worth of shit. Because uh, with delivery fees and stuff, like, fuck. Um, yeah. And you know that, uh, you know, Carl with a K, because they're German, he oh, steals yeah. that shit off of her, her, her doorstep, her stoop all the time. He's constantly oh, just grabbing her Grubhub, and she's like, fuck, that's like a 30-minute drive, and I totally forgot. I hit ASAP instead of, like, you know, I don't know, 1,800 hours since they're on 24-hour clocks over there. So 
she's you know was basically like hey man i i fucking gotta go dude you know yeah this taco bell ain't gonna eat itself you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) german taco bell yeah my arby's i like that better my 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 crispy curly fries aren't gonna be crispy they're going to be greasy (laughs) my roast beef will solidify by the time i get there i don't like it (laughs) because the aju will be never mind um yeah, I, I, uh, I, I it like, I just love the fact that she got a phone call and she's like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Hang tight. I got to I got to split. And yeah. he's like, well, can you untie me before you got to go? No time. No time for this. Yeah. I have to go right now. Right. Right now. I'm late to vote on a, I'm a state Senator and I'm late for a vote and I got to get back to reception. He's yeah. like, but, but I'm going to come. And she's like, sorry, too bad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Can you like, at least take the pantyhose off my head? No, look, I can't. This debate has taken up too much time. I yeah, have to go. You don't understand. It's sitting yeah. there. Carl's licking his lips. He's going to yeah. get my Arby's, and I can't have that. You know? <laughs> I got to get that horsey sauce. Right? That, yeah, that horsey sauce. Woof. Woof. <clears throat> um, so I guess the, uh, the follow-up question is, Justin, how horny have you been in your life to make bad decisions like this? I've never... I, I've never been left tied up in the woods uh, with um, undergarments on my head. I'll say that. I've never been that. I've never been caught doing that. You've never been. Yeah. I've always been able to reach my box cutter. Right. Yeah. This is this is a man who obviously needs to plan ahead a little bit more in life. Yeah. You're 51 years old. Figure it out. You're not you're not a 31 year old guy anymore. All right. You're dealing with professionals. All right. You're professional. Stop underestimating your bondage, ladies. Okay. Right. Also, I get, well, yeah, how, how, let me re, let me uh, flip it on you. What about your randy, randiness level? Have you ever have you ever been uh, been caught in a precarious situation because of it? I mean, I've you know I've gone to less than reputable websites because I see a thumbnail for a video that I'm like, oh, this is going to be the thing that I need to finish. But I think what what Justin. Don't act like you've phrasing. never done. It's the what? phrasing. What? Less this than reputable? This is the thing I need to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Just like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, you know, in that, so, as, as I'm looking at the website, I'm like, this looks like a really dangerous place. I don't right. give a shit. Like, I gotta. Oh, this isn't even a dot com. Oh, yeah, no. This is bad. Virus. This is yeah. bad. Um. Yeah, I think I've, I told the story before, but when I was young, like I used to set my, I would check the TV listings. This is how old I am. It would tell you when certain soft poor, softcore porn would be playing on like HBO and stuff like that. And I would set my alarm to like wake myself up so I could sneak downstairs to watch it on the family TV. And one night I did that and my dad was asleep on the couch and I was so sexually frustrated that I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I saw the TV remote was like on the floor next to him. I my plan was to slowly turn up the volume to wake him up so that yeah. he would get up because I knew if he woke up, he would just go to bed. So I crept onto the floor and slowly started pushing the button. But as soon as I did that, the floor creaked and that woke him up. And then I couldn't get we were in a split level house. Yeah. I couldn't get upstairs to where I was staying. The only place I could go was in the basement. And my dad was such a prolific sto- snorer, that's where my mom made him sleep was two floors below her. So the closest escape route I had was to the basement. 
So I ran to the basement when my dad got up and like got a drink of water or whatever. And I went down to the basement and we had a basement had gotten flooded in the flood of nine to three. And so there was no carpet and my grandfather had passed away. So we had like emptied out this house. We just had a bunch of his shit in our basement. There was no carpet. It was just cement floors. And there was a very specific pathway I had to walk through to get to the corner of the room because this was my logic. My logic was... When you walk into a room, how often do you check the corners? You're not a SWAT, you know, trooper, right? I don't don't, sweep the room, yeah. You don't sweep the corners. And if you're tired and you want to go to bed, you're probably just going to come in, flip the light switch on, and then go to your room or whatever. So for me, I was like, I went downstairs, I flipped on the light, I was like, I have to walk this very specific path of garbage to get to the corner. It wasn't so a straight shot on the light. Like you weren't afraid that the light was going to draw attention. Well, that's the thing is I couldn't leave the light on because then right. he would know that I was there. So I had to flip on the light. This is like a fucking game and pummel party. Read it. Yeah. Read it. Like this is a path, turn off the light and then figure it out. And I'm <laughs> going, going, going. I'm trying to go fast. I step on a metal platter. I step on it and I release it and it goes, wow. I'm like, fuck. I just like, I got to keep going. And I make my way over to the corner and I just like kneel down and I push myself against the wall. Like this. Now facing the wall or? Facing so the wall. Okay. Facing the wall. Because so I was like, it, get small, get small, get flat. And whatever you do, don't fucking, don't make a move. Yeah. Don't make a noise. And I hear my dad just boom, 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 coming down the stairs. I hear him rounding the corner. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And here's the kicker. I had no idea what I was going to tell my dad if he found me. If right. he said, what the fuck are you doing? I, I, I had nothing. I literally had right. nothing to tell him. I had no excuse. I had zero. So the only thing that was going through my mind was like, don't get caught. Don't get caught. And I'm just pushed up against I'm pushed up against it. The light comes on. I'm just like, <gasps> and he just does exactly what I expect. He just walks past me, goes in yeah. to, there's a, there was a bathroom in the basement. And as soon as he closed the door, I was like, I have to get out of here before he turns off the light. Because if he turns off the light, I'm going to have to fucking sneak out of here without making any noise. Right. So the right. light was still on. So I was like, and now. It's, it's also, you you risk, how many times is he not going to see you, right? Like, right. he already didn't see you once. Yeah. You don't want to play those odds. You're not yeah. a gambling man, Doug. No. So I was like, now's my chance. I was like, went upstairs. And at that point, all boner time was over. I was like, I'm going to cut my losses. Yeah. And uh, I uh, I took my 20 bucks out of the slot machine after putting in my five. And I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. And I went upstairs and I went to bed. My, I like to think in that story, your dad walked right by you and went, eh, fuck it, fuck it. I don't even have the energy. He He's saw like, you and went, he saw, he saw his son <laughs> in the basement behind a box, kneeling, pressed up against the wall with his face turned, yeah. just crunching, eyes closed. And he looked at you and went, ah. yeah, I was just like, oh, oh my God, God I'm going to He turns to you and just goes, you're going to jerk off, weren't you? <laughs> I know you set your alarm, you fucking and weirdo, and just goes yeah. into his room. And he's like, now I'm going to jerk off. And he closes the door. <laughs> Once you buy a house, you can do uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My house, my rules. <laughs> there was another so time. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, here's so I always love doing this. Whenever I think of a time in my childhood where I was like, oh, man, like my parents had to deal with. I was like, how how as a parent do you deal with anytime you fuck up? How old was your dad at that point? 
Can we, can we figure that out? How old were you? I I don't think I was older than ten. Okay. So this would have so this would have been thirty years ago. My dad's currently seventy six, so he would have been forty six. So he wouldn't be a whole lot older than I am now. I was gonna say so like put yourself like you are you're within striking distance of your dad's age at that time. How? Just again, think of you as you are right now. See, like dealing with, like how do you think that you would have not seen you in the corner? I wouldn't have. You wouldn't have seen me. My passive perception is below average. Okay. Like (laughs) there have been countless times. One of my favorite stories was when I was in college, my freshman year, I had a lofted bed, you know, Mm -hmm. as most people did to make more space. And there was a ladder that went up to my bed. And the guy whose friendship ended over a poker game, he and I were very good friends my freshman year, and he loved to steal my ladder. And he did it all the time while I was in the room. Nice. And because my computer was on, I'd be playing games. And he'd come and he'd talk to me, and he put his he would put his hands around the, the ladder. He'd talk to me through the slats. Amazing. And then he'd just be like, all right, dude, I'll see you later. He'd just walk, turn with the ladder in his hands and just walk. Ah! Minutes would pass by, and then I'd look, I'd go, why does it feel empty in here? And I'm like, fuck. I go, Jack. And then he'd be like, I don't have it, man. I don't know where it went. And I he'd hide it. in his room somewhere and have to try and find my ladder. So yeah, it was it was classic. It was it was classic <laughs> stuff. Um so yeah, I'm not very observant. I think my biggest thing to do is if I did see Natalie scrunched to the corner like that, I would just be so goddamn confused. I'd be like, you need to explain to me right now what you're doing. <laughs> And hopefully we've we've built that enough where she's like, I was trying to watch softcore porn. And I'd be like, well, now I get it. I oh, that makes perfect sense. Like it would it right. would be like, I'd be like, oh, I've been there. You know, <laughs> go absolutely. To bed, yeah, don't go to bed. Yeah, yeah. go to bed. But, yeah, yeah, just go to bed. You know, and um, okay, because that that's the that is always the struggle for me is when things don't make sense. I just I have You're I have right. an aggressive Who- reaction to that. Right, <laughs> like today. Well, it's like when you. What, well, go ahead. You today, got another one today. Natalie was outside playing with her friend, and we had the front door open because sometimes she has a hard time opening the door. So the door's open. It's just it's just you know the door that you pull open or whatever. Yeah. Um, back door is unlocked. She's playing in the back of front yard. She rings the fucking doorbell. Jill's on a call. I'm in the middle of something. I come over. I'm like, and she's just staying at the door, like waving me. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, what? I go, why'd you ring the doorbell? She's like. There's a box out here. I'm like, I know. She's like, well, are we going to bring it in? I'm like, why'd you ring the doorbell? Like, I'm just like, answer my question. You don't need to ring it. You just open the door and come in. Like, why'd you ring it? That was like, no sense. Like, it was, right. I feel bad because look back at it. She was just like, oh, shit. I shouldn't right. have done that. I don't know why. Sorry. I'm like, well, why'd you do it? Why? Why'd you ring the doorbell? Look. look. These are the times when your parents say, like, I hope one day you have a kid just like it. I'm going to bring up the SpaghettiOs thing. Yeah. It's this is that her ringing the doorbell is your SpaghettiOs thing. Yeah. Where you just you made SpaghettiOs and you're like, I don't want these. So you dumped them outside. And your dad sees them. And is like, what the fuck is this? What do you think like, this is? The prairie? The prairie. That was the line. Yo, what do you think this is? The prairie? And you're like, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting to have happen, I guess. Yeah, I, I figured I dumped it out. The evidence was clearly uh, yeah. taken care of. It's like, yeah, dude, tomato soup doesn't it's just... It's in nature. ...doesn't disintegrate when you dump it into the lawn. I thought the squirrel... I thought the ghosts were going to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... 
unbelievable. So yeah, to answer to answer the question, like I try to be understanding, and I, I think I would just be more confused if if yeah. I found Natalie doing that, and if she could explain to me and be honest with me and tell me what's up. I'm like, all right, we're cool. Like we can we can get through this together. I just I need to understand. <laughs> if I saw that, I'd just be like, what the fuck are you doing? But yeah, I totally wouldn't see her. Yeah. Natalie will totally pull get stuff by me. I know that. Like. Oh, so you're ready for it. You're prepared for this. I Listen, man, I'm just, I'm not an observant guy. I'm not. Yeah. I, it's just, it's not my damn. Jill's very observant. I think Natalie has some of Jill's traits as far mm. as like observing things. And that's so, just, it's not my thing. I didn't yeah. roll very well in wisdom. Okay. My wisdom stats are low. My perception, past perception is pretty low. So yeah, it is what it is. So what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? You know what you do roll high in though is practicality. Yes. Goddamn right. Hit it, baby. You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical, 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 ask practical Doug. If you haven't been here for Ask Practical Doug before, Practical Doug, it's a tiny Doug that lives inside a big Doug and he helps big Doug on all of life's journeys and through all of life's quandaries and quagmires. And Practical Doug is here to help you as well. So if you have a question, you can ask Practical Doug by joining us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central on youtube.com slash mindgappodcast. Join our Discord. There's an actual Ask Practical Doug channel on Discord dedicated to those burning questions that only Practical Doug has burning answers to. Or on any social media, hashtag Ask Practical Doug and at MindGapPodcast. You can ask us on there, too. Lots of ways to get your question to Mr. Doug, right? I should have said you have a soothing uh, balm of answer for the burning questions. That's what it was. You have a soothing ball. Just one. Just a singular one. We all know what happened. It was the great pogo stick incident of 88. That's right. Moving on. So today's Practical Doug comes from this. I'm assuming this came from uh, Discord. Reddit. Well, I didn't. I thought someone posted it. it. Got it. <laughs> I have read it, but where did it come from? Reddit. Got it. Okay. So this is the. Uh, am I the asshole? Uh, so Doug, am I the asshole for not giving my coworker my day off because I want to play a video game? An interesting question. An interesting start. So context. Okay. So anyone in the video game world knows that next week the new Legend of Zelda game comes out after like five plus years of waiting. I'm a massive fan. When the release date was revealed, I immediately requested PTO for that date as I planned on staying home that day and enjoying the new game. What I didn't realize was that the day I asked off for is the Friday before Mother's Day. My company has had to limit the requests off for that date now as many people have been asking for it off. That makes sense. I had previously told some of my coworkers that I was planning on staying home to play the game. I guess word got around because one of my other coworkers asked me after work to give her my PTO so she can travel for Mother's Day. I explained to her that I requested this day, this day off months ago for a specific reason, and I really wasn't willing to change it. She got pretty upset with me, claiming I care more about video games than family and whatnot. I honestly don't really care about her not being able to travel because I feel like if this was an important date, then you would have requested it off early, like I did. Anyways, I firmly told her no, but she told some of my other coworkers, and they are pissed at me and calling me an a-hole for not giving up the date. Am I the asshole? Thank you for asking. Um, 
I love it, Seth. Classic selfish narcissist behavior. Not the asshole, says Seth. <laughs> um, I, uh, for me, um, this one's pretty straightforward on a, on a practical level. Um, yeah. If you got the time requested, approved, and you got it off, that's your time. I don't really care what it's being used for. And yeah. I think that's irrelevant. Like once you get that time off, it is your time. It's your allotted time. It's within your bank of paid time off. You request it, you get it. There you go. You know? So, uh oh. Yeah, you got picture in picture. My bad. There we go. Now we're good. <laughs> um yeah. I, I think um I think if yeah, if you request the time off, what it's what it's being used for is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Um, because you can judge and qualify that all you want. And if this person didn't get the request in, in time, um, then that, I mean, granted, there could be some nuance to this, um, and whatnot, but I, I've, you know, stepping a little bit, actually, let me stop there. Justin, how do you, what do you think about that? I would say from, like you said, from a very practical standpoint, if we're taking emotion and everything else out of this, practicality says that this guy's not the asshole because, he, he was like, I, I want to do this thing. It's my choice. I, I'm putting the time in. I'm looking ahead and saying, this thing is happening on this date and it's important to me. And I want to do this. Request it. It's your PTO. If you get it in for it's a first, PTO is always a first come first serve basis. If you're in a job that limits how many people can be off. Some people are in a job where it doesn't really, I am lucky in my department, it really doesn't matter how many of us are there on a given day. Uh, work can still happen around that. And so I've never really had to like, uh, in my current position, never really had to kind of jockey for position. In my previous position, very much so. And so you always looked ahead and you planned. And if you know that, there you go. So I would yeah. say from a practical standpoint, I'm in full agreement with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I very much agree. Um, you know, some smart ass in there, which I love, said, since you have access to a calendar, you can look at an infinite amount of time to know when Mother's Day is in the future. It's there. Yeah. You have the information at your disposal. Um, and I also, uh, in a less practical sense, a more emotional sense, I really don't like the idea that uh, some people are like, well, I have a family, therefore I should get preference over this. Um, I've yeah. seen it happen in a lot of situations. I feel like pe because people don't have kids, they're like, well, you don't. your time isn't as valuable as mine because I have a family. It's like, no, that's your family. Right. But that doesn't mean that your time doesn't matter. And that stuff yeah. has always bothered me. I've seen it happen <gasps> to friends of mine who don't have kids, but their coworkers do have kids. And like, oh, well, I can't work the holidays because I have a family. So I guess it's going to be you. And it's like, that's fucking stupid. You know, it's just like someone's like, I got to have a smoke break. It's like, well, I don't smoke. Right. I don't get 15 minute, you know, I don't get breaks. Can I, you just, know? Can I just go sit for five minutes and not do work then? Like, is that how, yeah. that, how that works? Yeah. Which is never five minutes. Anyone who smoked knows you, you yeah. milk that. Yeah. You milk the shit out of that. I would say the, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with this individual asking if he can, hey, can I, I here, here's the thing. Like, I didn't, I, you know, look, Mia Culpa, I didn't plan correctly. I would love to see my mom on Mother's, excuse me, on Mother's Day. Is there any possible way that I could get you to switch with me? Uh, you know, it would mean the world to me. No. Okay. Thanks. Had to ask. Yeah. And That's at it. that point, yeah. Just, like, yeah. You can try. Yeah. But that person's not required that. to do that. 
They're no. not required to, you know, give in to you. And if you find out what they're doing, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's for a video game or whatever. Like that is their time off. That's you can try to appeal to their better nature. Uh, yeah. And if this means this much to this person, then that's what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's and you know what? Listen. If I play, first of all, let's just assume, let's just take the games out of it. They weren't going to do anything. They were just going to take that day for themselves. To mentally prepare yourself for that, to know you're going to have, I only have four days of work this week. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm planning every, all that mental sort of stuff that you do, you know, to be like, I don't have to go into work on this day. And the idea that, oh, you have to surrender that. Like that's, that sucks, man. Like that really, really sucks. So yeah, I would totally say this person's not the asshole. You were in that time off. You requested it. You got it. It's all yours. Now, let me ask you this. If someone came to you and petitioned you with the same, what would you do? Would you acquiesce to the request or would you stand true and say, nope, this is my PTO? I'm a nice guy and I think it would be hard. But if it would depend on the situation. Sure. Um, Like if they were like, my mom is really sick. And this might be the last Mother's Day I get with her. And we didn't know yada, yada, yada. It would depend. Like if, because I I mean, if I had, I'm trying to think of a comparable thing because like I wouldn't take a day off for a game. Like I wouldn't do that. Um, trying to think of something that's like not that big of a deal, but I would still take time off for. Uh, I, I can't know. Like. I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of like yeah. something that's important to me, but other people would be like, that's not that important. And then having someone like, movie, Hey man, a movie releasing or something, I guess like, something like that. Um, but this, even still, that's not an all day thing. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Um, it it kind of depends on where I am in my life. Like if I was younger, I'm like, you know what? I'll bank that time again, or I'll swap something yeah. or maybe I'd be reasonable to, to try and work something out if I could. Uh, nowadays, Maybe not. I don't know. It depends, you know, because if I got something planned with a family, you know, we're going to go and do something. And I don't know. It's hard to say because also I'm in the same boat as you where it doesn't matter who, right. uh, when people take time off, it, it doesn't matter. Um, so I, I, I would like to say like it, it would really depend on my mental state of like, what am I, what am I preparing to do for that day? If that day means a lot to me, I'd probably still say, I'm sorry, but no, this is my day, you know? Yeah. Like, this is this is I need this day. This is what I prep for. This is what I plan for. Um, this is my time, and you know I'm sorry. This place sucks that it caps this stuff off. You know, but yeah, that's probably how I'd handle it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you go, go is what it is. Yeah, and it's not me being an asshole. It's just someone needs something, and either they didn't plan for it or they just didn't get it. So that's no one else's fault. Right. So don't hold that against someone else. But he's just taking the day off to play games. It's like whatever. That's yeah. irrelevant. Right. It's his. Also, you're kind of the asshole for spreading, you know, for, for gossiping around the office like that. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you uh, bad mouthing this person for? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be like that. Be that person. Don't be a turd muncher. That's right. Don't be a turd in a punch bowl. There you go. And asked and answered the soothing balm for your burning questions. Soothing balm for your ball. Ta-da. Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? Well, I am going to recommend a uh, sitcom that I it, I watched it on Hulu, but I do think it is an ABC show. Uh, it's called Not Dead Yet. 
Um, wasn't sure about it in the beginning. Uh, when we first started, we were like, yeah, this could go either way. And by the end, I was like, I fucking love these characters. Um, I don't think this is your kind of show, so I'm not recommending it to you. That's but fair. Uh, stars Gina Rodriguez uh, from Jane the Virgin, uh, Lauren Ash, who was on Superstore, Hannah Simone was on New Girl. Uh, so a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sitcom veterans, a lot of TV sitcom funny people. Um, there's a whole bunch of uh, other you know people who who roll through, but. Uh, Gina Rodriguez plays a uh, newspaper reporter who left and then comes back. And the only job that's available at her old newspaper is the obituary section. But when she gets signed an obituary, she gets haunted by the ghost of the person she's writing about. And she has to try to figure out how do I communicate with them and get rid of them and also live my life. And so it's kind of a situational work relationship comedy. Um, that actually has a surprising amount of heart. I would say not as much as Ted Lasso, but uh, it's a very it's a very different show than Ted Lasso. Some of the same DNA, very different show. Rick Glassman's but, in this, huh? Who? Oh Rick, yeah. How do you know him? What's he from? He's a he's a comedian and a uh, oh. podcaster. He very is very uh, improv heavy guy. Is he? I mean, this this guy on the drop of a dime will just go into bits like. He's he's kind of a lot to handle sometimes, but he's okay. got a very unique sense of humor that I find interesting. He, his character and his character's delivery, he's a fun character to write for. And I now I'm wondering how much of it is written or if they let him go. Yeah, he's a very Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does he does some wild shit. Like when he edits his podcast and stuff like that, he'll be like <laughs> And now we'll go to our sponsor and his dad apparently owns like a carpet and flooring company and he will literally do commercials for his dad's like and it'll be his dad doing like, you know, so and so carpeting we get you and he's like, no, 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 let's do that again. Let's do that again. You're reading that wrong. That's not the right ad copy. It's just like they're almost like Andy Kaufman like bits and stuff like sure. that. It's very, yeah. it's very interesting. He's an interesting guy. Um, awesome. And yeah. He told an interesting story about growing up um, when he was apparently put in like some special ed classes because they didn't know what okay. ADHD was. And okay. one day, one day uh, he just left the classroom to go to the bathroom. And when he was on his way back, he heard his teacher like freaking out saying, Ricky's on the loose. Ricky's on the loose. And he's like, Ricky's like, what am I a monster? Like they just, they just, <laughs> thought he was a psycho you know <laughs> he just talked about he laughs about it he goes man that really hurt my feelings oh. because i was just like i'm a human being but you think i'm some sort of animal so anyway that's funny yeah. um oh interesting so he okay so the character he plays uh has with uh i didn't realize that we we're it's no longer called asperger syndrome it's level one autism hmm. so the character actually has he was diagnosed with that in the late 2010s. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was playing a character. So I thought it was just playing into that, that character, but uh, that actually makes it even, even funnier and cooler that the fact that they're like, yeah, that's your, this is something that like, this is who you are. Great. We're going to put that into the character or we're going to let you put that into the character. So yeah. anyway, it's a fun show. Uh, I would say I, it, the, the season ended and it, it by the end, it got me. It, it okay. sucked me in. So I will be watching season two. Nice. What do you got? Uh, I don't have anything. Uh, I've been rewatching Game Great. of Thrones. Okay. Um, 
I watched House of Dragon. And I was like, God damn it, it's going to do it. It's going to suck me in. And it did. I was like, I'm going to rewatch it. And I'm almost done with That's season hard. five. Oh, you're burning through them. Burning through it, man. And Jesus. It's great. Are you getting Are you getting angrier because you know it's coming? I was just sitting there going like, oh, I know season six is a fucking banger, man. It's a banger. And I'm like, I told myself I'm just going to watch through six. I'm like, no, I'm going to go through the rest of it. You're just, doing that. Just see where it goes off. Are the you rails picking right. up anything that because I haven't ever I haven't rewatched it. I watched it once and that was that was that. But are you picking up anything that you didn't realize the first time through? Um, I'm always like, curious about that shit. There's like little foreshadowing things that I obviously didn't see. You know that you know you hear people talking about and um, they do reference House of the Dragon characters. You know just in passing as they're you know. Okay reading stories about stuff from the past and whatnot. Um, there's still some, oh God, there's certain episodes where you're still like, fuck, you know, like the red wedding. It's a tough oh, one. Yeah. 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 Uh, what the, 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 the Viper in the mountain duel. That one was so oh, goddamn yeah. tough. Uh, yeah. That one's, that one's a tough one. Uh, when Sansa marries the Bolton boy and you're like, Ugh. oh, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about how fucked up he was, dude. Yeah, there's just some stuff where you're like, oh shit, you know, like some of the stuff Joffrey does, you know, yeah. it's pretty fucked up. And you're like, God damn, like <laughs> Oh wait, the Bolt was the Bolton boy the one that tortured uh he, he made he made the kid dog. Yeah. Reek. Yeah. Yeah. Reek. Yeah. Oh, that was it, not dog, Reek, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Crazy. that was that was tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um you know, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a good show. It's just, I know it's coming with season seven and eight. As we get there, I'm gonna be like, God damn it, man! It's just Doug, winter's coming. Yeah, I know, but I'm gonna do it. It's like what I did with Lost. I went back. I'm like, I need to find that exact moment where it just goes tits up, and <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I can, so I, I can tell you where I stopped watching. Yeah, before yeah. episode three. That's it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Would you recommend I finish Lost at some point in my life? No. Good, because I wasn't going to do it anyways. It's annoying. Uh, yeah. Season season five is wild, but boy, you know, <laughs> you, you get into season six and you're just like, I don't know, it just becomes a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of shit where people just, boy, if they would just talk, all there would be no problems. That, that, that show would have been wrapped up real easy if people would just talk to each other. Yeah, just not be like I can't talk to him because we're fighting right now, and I can't tell him the truth that would solve this problem. Gah. It's like eat all the balls, eat all the balls. Uh, Siren is saying real quick here: uh, an ASD person is listening. You know, oh, sorry, not three. Uh, an ASD <laughs> is listening. You know, autism spectrum disorder is the actual diagnosis. No levels; it is a spectrum. You can have high, middle, or low functioning. I was just going off of what was being reported in Wikipedia. I thought that was a state. I'm assuming it's a statement that he made. Uh, so um, no, uh, my, my apologies for uh, mislabeling that or mis, uh, misspeaking that. So uh, I guess low high functioning autism spectrum disorder, I guess would be what this individual has, but yes, I can no I don't know. Who's that? <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Who's that? <laughs> she goes, Oh, I see. It's okay. Justin. There you go. 
Well, gang, thanks so much for listening. This has been fun. As always, please check us out on our social media at MindGapPodcast. Uh, check us out YouTube.com slash MindGapPodcast. Follow us live. Chat with us live, just like Siren and Seth have been doing this evening. Uh, we live stream on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central. I host video game streams on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central. There will be no video game stream this Friday because Jill's going out with friends and I'm Ooh. hanging out with Nat. And I'm going to try and do something special with Nat on Friday. So nice. no video game stream this time. Uh, but uh, do us a favor. Uh, check out our links in the description for the Discord. Join the Discord. Be part of the family. Uh, ch- hit the like and subscribe to do the free option of supporting us. And then also uh, you can hit us up monetarily at patreon.com. podcast And our merch at redbubble.com. And be sure to check out Justin as well. On Instagram, you can follow me at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on all the platforms where you can find and consume your favorite podcasts. We're there, too. We'd love it if you would share and like, review, rate, all those things, subscribe. The big one, of course, is sharing, because sharing is caring. And then TwoEastEighth.com. Uh, and nope, nope, I keep wanting to say slash my every once in a while. I pull the old, uh, the old script. The old the script. Page. Out of the brain tunnel. Uh, to and to on all social medias. And loveandimprovfilm.com and loveandimprovfilm on all social medias. Wiggity woo. Well, that woo. being said, I want to say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.